Have you ever read a passage in the Bible and wondered what it meant? Do you wish the Bible was easier to understand and apply to your personal situations? As pastors by trade and teachers by profession, our goal is to make the Word of God accessible, relatable, and practical to your life. Join us as we dive into the Word and bring hope home to your life today. Do you know that you have been given authority? We are talking this month about the authority of the believer. Amen. So we are Pastors Bryce and Colette Schaefer. I'm here with another episode. And... Uh, yeah, we're glad you joined us, as we like to say. Yep. So um, get your Bible and, and join us. We'll, we'll pray over our time together today. Lord, uh, we just ask that we tap into you today, that we take this moment to hear your voice in our lives, that the Word becomes alive in our spirits and we connect to you in a greater way in these next 15 minutes. We thank you that... As, as we do, we are refreshed, renewed, and we just know the authority that we have in Christ Jesus uh, and that we work side by side with him in this life to bring heaven here on earth. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, if you haven't already, if you could take just a minute to subscribe, click that button to subscribe to this if you're watching on YouTube or subscribe on the podcast that you're listening to or download the podcast that would help us out so much. So. Right. Uh, we really do appreciate that and just to take that little extra time. So or share it with a friend. And share it. That's <laughs> even that do both. Do both. Yes. That's right. So here in Luke chapter nine is where we're gonna start. And we like uh, Pastor Colette said, we're talking about the power of authority, the the believer's authority. And it's, you know, so good. If you have never read, I'll show you this book. And, and we haven't even really tapped into this book. But this is by Brother Hagen. Uh, and it's The Believer's Authority. And it's one that is uh, a gold standard of trying to, to figure out who you are in Christ and what Christ came to do for you in your life. And so I encourage you to go get that book at therama.org or probably anywhere books are sold on Amazon. And if you have never read it, please take time to go get that book and you will certainly be blessed. Uh, again, we're not taking a lot out of there, but uh, it's certainly something that helps us refresh our memory for this for sure. And so as we've been talking about the, the power of our authority, you know, a lot of times people think, well, I don't have that. That's not me. I'm not Jesus. Right. You're not Jesus. Mm -hmm. But Jesus gives us that. It's like uh, we've been talking a lot about police officers last mm -hmm. time and and it's uh, they take that oath of office, they give them the, their badge and they say, now you can go. Mm -hmm. And so it was the higher up authority giving the lower person the authority to go out. And Jesus does the same type of thing to all of us as well. And here in Luke chapter 9, he does this to the disciples. In verse 1 it says, uh, then he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. Well, praise the Lord. That sounds great. And we think, well, that's the, you know, the authority of the 12 disciples. Now they returned. I, I just like to go to this one. So jump ahead to verse 10. And it says, and the apostles, when they had returned, told him, so told Jesus, all that they had done. 
then he took them and went aside privately into the deserted place belonging to the city uh, called Bethesda. So he said they, they came back excited about this new authority. It's like, wow, we were doing the same things you were doing, Jesus. This is fantastic. I can't believe it. You gave us that authority. It's Again, it's that ability that Jesus says, I don't want to just keep this all to myself. It's for my followers too. It's for those that walk in me. And so, boy, is that exciting. And it's, you know, keeping your mind um, heavenly focused, you know, the kingdom of heaven. That's important because here the disciples did all these things, right? And then he just got, they just got done telling Jesus all that they did. And then you get to the feeding of the 5,000. And they had all these people and then were worried. They went back to their flesh, back to mm -hmm. the natural circumstances. What are we going to do now? Instead of yeah. tapping into what they had already practiced and the authority that they have in the spirit. Right. And, and that's what Jesus said to them at the, the fish. What do, what do we have to use? Mm -hmm. And then we're going to pray. Yep. And so that's what we need to do. Yeah, the natural and the supernatural working together. Right. Amen. And so this is exciting for us to realize that Jesus is giving us the authority. Now, you might be saying, whoa, 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 Pastor Bryce. This is just those 12. They had the, the extra blessing that I don't. I'm 2,000 years later. That's not the truth. Let's just jump to chapter 10 really quick and look at verse 17 through 20. And this is interesting because it says, Then the 70 returned with joy, saying, Even the demons are subject to us in your name. So if you back up to verse 1, it says, After these things, the Lord appointed 70 others also and sent them two by two before the face uh, into every city and place where he himself was about to go. And so they returned in verse 17, saying, Even the demons are subject to us. And so if you notice here, uh, this is Jesus was sending the, the 70 out ahead of what Jesus was about ready to do. He is, we are his co-laborers. We are like the advanced team to bring Jesus into a situation and then let him work. And in, in the meantime, as we're going into situations, we get to bring his power and authority with us. We are part of his entourage and we get to do things as well. We are not Jesus. We don't get to do the big, awesome things. We leave that to him. But we have that power and authority to change the circumstances and usher in Christ. And it's just so, so exciting. Uh, but then let's just keep reading in verse 18 through 20. He said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from, from heaven. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, I do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice that your names are written in heaven. Woo! So there's the word authority right there, and that we have the ability to trample on those demons on those nasty things that the devil throws at us, and we have power over the enemy. Not power over your neighbor, mm -hmm. not power over your spouse, over your kids, but you have power over the devil. And he's saying, keep these in perspective, because verse 20, yes. nevertheless, do not rejoice in this. Nevertheless, don't make this your religion, in other yeah. words. 
you know, don't make this the end all be all. No, what is Matthew 6 says, seek first the kingdom of God. It's always going back to the kingdom. Rejoice in, that our names are in heaven, mm. you know, written. Um, rejoice in our salvation. Rejoice in him. That means keep seeking him first. And then all of these things are added. That chapter is talking about natural things are added. But also, I believe, you know, the spiritual things, that authority that we have, you know, that's added when we seek the kingdom and are seeking to, to operate in the kingdom. Oh, yeah. Those and things. those are the added blessings yeah. of the situation. You know, you find yourself enjoying Christmas and buying gifts for somebody and, and all, all that goes along with it. But then you sit back and you think, you know what? I, I also got that blessing. I got that blessing. It was more than about the gifts. It was about family. It was about the fellowship. It was about the feeling of warmth and love. Those kind of things, that, that's what Jesus is going here. It's not just about authority and having power over demons. It's about you being in the family of God mm -hmm. and really rejoicing with us that God has called you out of, of hell and out of bad and, and dead circumstances. Yeah. And so we get to have that. Now, the neat thing here is this is all in the Old Covenant. This is all with just Jesus doing what he can do and what his authority is for them in the Old Covenant. And then he goes on to the cross. And then he whips Satan, defeats him. Like it says in Colossians that he paraded them him around, made a show, a spectacle of beating Satan in hell. You know, it's like going into the the enemy's territory and getting that victory. That is something special. Mm -hmm. And so he does that and parades him back and drags him away. It says, now I have all authority. And then he says, wait. So let's go to Acts. And in Acts chapter 1, you know, he was telling the disciples in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, go wait for me in Jerusalem. I'm going to endow you with power. Power. So there's even more power than what Jesus and his disciples were talking about. Again, I was saying, well, I'm not the 12 apostles. I'm not the 72. No, you're not. You have it even better. Yeah. You have the uh, now after the cross mm -hmm. situation that you get to tap into. And it says uh, here in, in uh, verse 7 and 8, it says, it is uh, verse 7, And he said to them, It is not for you to know times or season which your Father has put in his own authority, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. So that means this power is not going to extinguish itself. It's not going to stop. And too many people think the power of God stopped with the apostles or stopped with Paul or stopped when the Bible was written in the second and third centuries. No, this was about reaching the ends of the earth. So the power that works within us goes on until our job is finished. Mm -hmm. And that means when he's come back. And until then, we are to diffuse the fragrance of him, the power of him into our circumstances to to stop buying the devil and to loose those things that are promised to us, those blessings. Mm -hmm.
So, and, and get excited about the work that you get to have with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Again, that's the added, like, cherry on top. Mm-hmm. Not only do we have the name of Jesus and the power of the, the witness that we have on the inside, but now we get to work with the Holy Spirit as the Spirit comes upon us and works in us. Well, and as Ephesians said, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in us. Hallelujah. I mean, just, you could just meditate on that for a while. The, that'll yeah. brighten your day. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so that's just so, so important to realize that now we are seated in a better position than even the disciples were. Now, the disciples then learned to walk that out because that was their new job now that Jesus has gone on to heaven. But it's exciting to realize that now we're walking in this fullness that they're talking about, and we get that same power. We're going to end today in 1 Peter uh, in verse uh, eight, chapter, five. Or chapter 5, verse 8 and 9. So 1 Peter 5, 8 and 9. And again, this is our job. If, if you keep your mouth shut, if you want to just hide, that's your right and that's your choice. But the Bible is very clear that we are not to hide. We are to, to be a light and uh, we are to be the salt of the earth. And so we are to affect and go after things. And it says here in verse 8 of chapter 5 of First Peter, Be sober. Be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him steadfast in the faith. Our job is to resist him. And we resist him not in ourselves, but in the authority that Jesus has given us. Again, that we whistle. Don't, yeah. We don't have to wallow and, oh, the devil's after me again. Yep. And oh, I'm going it, to, it, it's going to happen. I'm going to lose. I'm going to do this. Yeah. No, we can resist the devil. It says resist him steadfast in the faith, right? So resist him in the faith means, again, knowing, trusting God, knowing who you are in Christ. Um, Resist him in that, in that knowledge, knowing that the same suffering are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. So praise God. You know, that's how we resist the devil. And he says he has to flee from us. Right. And it says that, you know, back in verse 9, it says, be sober. And in verse 8. Yeah, or excuse me, in verse 8, be sober. And that means don't get out of your lane. Don't make you bigger than you need to be. You are not all that. Jesus is all that. So be sober. Understand, don't just go off the handle and like a non-sober person that have lost all ambition and, understand, you know, carefree attitude. No, that's not us. We are going to be sober and be vigilant. And vigilant is mean be watchful. Mm-hmm. Don't let things sneak up on you and just take it back little by well, little. And we've used the example of a police. And what do police do? They are sober and vigilant. You know, when they're on duty, their job is to keep watch, mm-hmm. right? They enforce authority, but their job is also to keep watch and make sure everything is yep. going. And if it's the way not, it's they go after it. Then they enforce they, their authority. Yep, they enter into that situation. Mm-hmm. And we get to do the same thing. When things are going wrong in our life, we can say, no, that's not the way the, the Bible and God has allowed us to operate. So I'm going to operate differently. In situation, you line up in Jesus' name. Yeah. 
And this is a great place to understand that then the gift of the Holy Spirit will then guide you in those situations that aren't just specifically laid out in the Bible, but are specific to you in your life. And that's the exciting part. You walking hand in hand with the Holy Spirit over your life, using the word and the power and authority that's given you. And boy, your life can be changed and turned around or changed and just springboard to the better. It's exciting Mm -hmm. what God has given each one of us. And so you remember, as we like to say here uh, at Schaefer Ministries, bring hope home today. Would you like to grow in your authority and have spiritual boldness in your life? Our renewed digital magazine will help you do just that. It contains 31 verses and confessions to help you build your courage and boldness in the Lord. You can download this beautiful magazine for a donation of any amount, which will also help us to continue sharing the gospel and bringing hope home. See you next time.